And we are the Extra Sisters, so sit back, relax, and let's get creepy. Welcome to episode 139, and in this episode we are going to talk about a film from 1976 that I actually haven't really heard much about, except doing some research, see that a lot of people really like, and also when they watched it, hadn't heard much about until they watched it, which is interesting. This film is called Alice Sweet Alice, and a lot of people consider it a slasher, some people don't, so kind of interesting also on that front but we're going to talk about Alice Sweet Alice and I kind of Kristen wanted to again we don't talk about things beforehand so y'all are getting the discussion I want to obviously talk about this and talk about the plot a little bit but because it's I mean in my opinion a little bit unknown I don't know how you Mm -hmm. feel about that no it definitely is the only place I've ever heard about it is once again, Bravo's 100 Scariest Movie Moments, they talk about Alice Sweet Alice. And even from that, I had no idea what this movie was really about. But I just, it looked interesting and I wanted to see it at some point. And, you know, we're going to get into spoilers, but I really want to recommend you watch this. So as far as like a really detailed plot walkthrough, I kind of want to avoid some of those details and just kind of talk about more the general plot and kind of the experience watching it because Mm -hmm. it is actually feels very different from a lot of 70s slashers and even films from this era because it's a very and I I mean it has obviously a lot of characteristics from that time frame as Mm -hmm. far as like just the the feel and even the score in some I got a lot of Rosemary's Babies vibes (laughs) yes but even in the clothing that they're wearing it doesn't feel overly 70s there are women doctors in this like literally the actual physician and then a psychiatrist later on they're both women and I'm like oh my god that's amazing yeah it's really interesting and they even the fact that there is a well potentially we'll get into it a child killer you know that's Mm -hmm. something that is we've explored before but also not right or even if it's not her we also have an adult woman who really is like a killer and she i'm assuming she works with the priesthood so i'm assuming maybe a nun later on in life so she's not only a female serial killer which we don't ever see but she also potentially is a nun i i can't give an exact yes or no on that one yeah she's like an assistant almost to the priest in this Catholic church which is it's just so interesting so we'll talk about the plot a little bit of course but also because this film is so unknown and we obviously are going to give away like some twists and some major plot points here so you know ignore if you if you don't want to go through all of that but also as far as details go you should go watch the film Mm -hmm. yes definitely there's a lot more detail in this than I thought there would be it's not just a flat-out slasher yeah exactly and also this introduced now this wasn't her first film but this was one of the kickstarters for Brooke Shields career and when they were starting this movie off one of the things that they marketed was like Brooke Shields is in this and people were super stoked about it because she was a child actress and she was really taking off 
she's not even in the movie that long because she gets murdered. No, <laughs> like right off the bat. And that was another thing that I thought was really cool is she is murdered at her first communion, actually. And as, a, you know, I was Catholic, but as a Catholic person, you don't ever really see those things in film, like first communions and stuff like that. And the church so much in these people's lives. And I thought that was really interesting. Yes, I actually have been to someone's first communion. And as a Protestant, seeing a first communion, it was like, holy ritual. <laughs> right, right. You know, because like as a Protestant, you just, they just pass communion around to everyone in the pews. And so as right. a kid, you just get a little thimble of grape juice and you're like, fuck yeah, it's a grape juice and bread day. Right. And you I was know? so upset for Brooke Shields' older sister, like, because basically right in the beginning, her older sister doesn't get to take her first communion because her sister was just murdered and she gets so upset about it she's like the father didn't offer me she, he didn't offer me the communion he didn't offer me the communion and then later on at the end of the film they're trying to redo her first communion and she still gets fucking skipped over yeah so the whole there's a family dynamic at play here in this film as well that's a major part of this and it starts out with just this mom and her two daughters but then it also extends to an aunt later on and then this father who has been separated from the family and it continues to kind of branch out which is right also interesting because it causes problems but and for the 70s to show a broken marriage which that's is something you don't see which is actually the whole issue yeah in the movie because it causes the, these crimes essentially but yeah. we'll get to that in a little bit but so basically when it's showing this family it is like I said the daughter two daughters and a mother and this is a definitely a favoritism issue here oh yes she's the baby and cute and adorable and Alice is definitely the problem child, the one that the mother does not dote all over. Because Karen, the younger one, Brooke Shields' character who gets murdered, is getting her first communion dress and is being loved on and babied. And Alice is just like, definitely, you can tell, oh my God, Alice, just stop. Just shut up. Just go to your room. Like, mm -hmm. just all of these things. And you can tell Alice definitely it, when a child is puts more stress on you, it's easy to want to gravitate towards your non-problem child. And I actually, I'm not going to name names, but because it's not my family to do that with, but this was a big issue with a friend of mine growing up. I had a family friend where my best friend was the problem child and her younger sister was like the innocent sweet loving Doed it on exactly and my best friend just that caused so many problems for her growing up and it really as an adult still like causes issues with her family and it, it's a major major problem like if you're a parent don't fucking make it obvious you know right you know parents are like I don't have a favorite bullshit <laughs> right. everybody a has a favorite of something yeah. you're a human being but don't show your children that because it really does mess their mess with their heads even into their adult lives and that's what's happening here and Alice you can tell she's definitely puts on this tough exterior like mm -hmm. I'm a hard ass I'm a badass and I'm gonna even with adults she fucks with adults like I yes. think it's either another tenant or their landlord or something he's like this nasty big dude and he's really really gross but she even is like you don't scare me like fuck off yeah and she doesn't want anybody's anything like we end up finding out later on she has started her period and her mother never even knew yeah so she didn't want anybody's help with anything right and you don't really get like any of her like 
really any of the backstory like with her like being a you know like a four-year-old or a five-year-old yeah she she could have just been born like that or it could have been you know Karen could have been born and then she was just like forgotten about so this could have been it's like nature versus nurture you don't really know right so what made her like this right and honestly throughout the whole movie we don't even actually know if Alice is that bad even at the end she ends up like the very end she ends up taking a knife from the person who has been killing and she just like looks in the camera and that's the end so you're sitting there like oh is she now gonna start killing was she helping out all along did she have nothing to do with this what is happening because the entire film you and all of the other side characters think alice is the one that has killed her sister yes Right in the beginning, because you see Alice wandering around this weird mask on and this yellow rain jacket, but then come to find out that's just the jacket that they have for their school and the church and all of that. So it could be anybody. Exactly. And this mask is hanging up in a store. Yes. So it's just part, it's, it could be literally purchased by anyone and worn by anyone, this whole ensemble. So, you know, they really set you up for a red herring. Yes. Which, you know, we as horror fans, you are prepared for. But also, as the as somebody watching this, you don't really I mean, it's not that you don't care, but it's it's like you're prepared for a red herring. But you're mostly at least for me, I was just interested in watching this family kind of unravel. Yes, I was more interested in the family dynamic and how the the estranged father is coming back into the picture and you know he looks so cute with the mother and are y'all gonna get back together and then oh wait he's married to someone else yeah I was much more interested in the family dynamic which let's talk about the murder for a moment so going back to the first communion Karen had this you know her beautiful little first communion dress on which is you know this it's almost like a little kid's wedding dress almost you know yes it's white with a veil and it was like okay so is Alice supposed to get her first communion did she not go through the proper courses because from my understanding correct me if I'm wrong but like when I went to Annie's first communion she had to go through classes for that yes and it's it's a setup so there's like uh, I guess I don't know what it was like in the 70s I feel like before first communion now you have reconciliation which is basically when you go into the little little boxes to ask for forgiveness from your sins Mm -hmm. that's first now and I don't think that's how it used to be so first communion might have been like first off the bat so then if that's true I agree with you I wonder if they just entered this religion yeah and the sisters are doing it together yeah it's just weird because you couldn't really tell because Karen got this beautiful outfit and Alice didn't get shit Yes. So it's like, was Alice not supposed to take communion? Because they literally say when they're sitting in the church, like Alice goes up to get communion and they literally say she's not supposed to be up there. Go get her. Right. Which so, is like, why can't she be up there? Exactly. Or was it an a, an, an age group that was doing it? Because there was a specific, you know what I mean? Like, it, it's like, why couldn't she be up there? Was she not good enough? You know? Right. And then that leads to the other question at the end when she gets skipped again for communion and it's like oh is there a religious reason is there a I hate you reason yeah you know I mean what granted she is a problem child but especially in religion it's like you want to you know lost sheep isn't that the whole thing right exactly but also like they don't they still don't want their you know their water tainted (laughs) so right and even right in the beginning we meet the the head priest of this church and first of all i was getting some strong pedo vibes and i i he doesn't actually do anything in the film 
but I think it's just because of how I feel about priests now (laughs) because they like go to his house with these two young cute little girls and the mom's there but he's like giving Karen the little one a special gift and nothing for Alice and it's just kind of weird it's like are you like training her is she gonna be your new little girl you weren't the only one that felt that though, because uh, oh, literally really? when when she gets the dress, though, the mom says, "Wait until father." Yes, sees you. that was so creepy too. Mm-mm. Yeah, I mean they don't do anything with that, but it's also like, mm, but at the same time, this is like especially when you are, you know, in deep into a religion, and that's the most important thing in your life. Who is the biggest authority figure that you're trying to impress in your life? Right. It is the priest especially when you don't have a father figure in the picture like you you're gonna want that for your little girl yeah so i mean could totally be an innocent thing or maybe it was just a small little commentary on the piece of the filmmaker we don't know right especially because this is in the 70s you know things have definitely changed since then right so when they go into this first communion, they're lining up and Karen is at the back of the line and she is strangled with a candlestick and then put in a bench and burned. Yes. It's it's brutal. It's it's definitely a violent night. It's not bloody, but it's violent. Yes. And a poor nun finds her. Oh, that's a bad day. And now what is so horrific about this is the whole church, you know, obviously there's smoke somewhere. So they're going to go investigate this and... There's just pandemonium. So the mother is trying to deal with Alice being up there when she's not supposed to be. And she's paying attention to Alice. And Alice found Karen's veil. And she put it on. And she's like, where did you get that? And she's like, oh, I found it on the floor. And then you as a viewer, you're like, yeah, yeah, okay. Mm -hmm. Well, if you killed her, why did you put it on? Right. You know, don't be stupid. But she's also a child. so Right. But everyone else is going into the room where the body has been found and is burning and is screaming. And you're like, Oh shit. You know? Yeah. So everyone is like, Oh, you know, she's dead. She's dead screaming at this poor woman that her child is dead and burning a lot or not alive. She's dead, but she's burning. The body is burning in the other room. Yeah. Or she could have been alive. She could have just been knocked out. You don't know. We don't know. And that's how she finds out nobody's being sensitive about this and like you know it's yeah, just like even her own sister is the one that screams it at her that karen's dead it's like jesus christ i hated her sister oh my god yes i i mean alice did too her and her so alice and her aunt just hate each other oh yeah which i mean I would also like if I if this was my aunt like she tries to parent Alice in a very inappropriate way and I definitely this gives me like old school but they see the 70s were not this old school this is definitely like you are seen not heard and Mm -hmm. only when spoken to this is kind of what this aunt gives off yes granted we also have to I don't remember where it showed up but it did show up briefly this is actually the 60s so this film isn't It was filmed in the 70s, but we're talking about 1961 at this point. So, you know, a little different also. That's true. Coming out of the 50s. Now, she basically several times, you know, right from the get go, Alice is a suspect. So, yes, especially her. I, I try really hard to say aunt, but in the South, we say aunt. So my pronunciation of that is going to change throughout the entire episode and I'm sorry but that is so funny I actually have a really quick story on that my aunt Nancy used to always tell me that you call me 
aunt, not aunt, because little ants are the things that ruin a picnic. Okay, I'm from the South, <laughs> and we don't pronounce the U. Okay, <laughs> I'm, but I'm trying really hard. So her aunt basically immediately like doesn't doesn't like her for one. Nobody likes Alice in this. It, she does get some compassion afterwards when her sister is dead. One, because she's the only child left. Yes. And two, she did just lose a sister. So people are trying to be sensitive to that. And yes. And three, another murder happens while she can't be doing it. Exactly. So, you know, people are also trying to be aware of that because detectives are also paying attention. It's not like it's just, okay, well, she was murdered, moving on. Obviously not. Yes. I mean, she they take her into custody almost right away and she fucks up the lie detector. Hmm. That's fucking weird. Shit like that. Like, she's not doing a good job getting away with anything. No. I mean, but I, I she probably wanted to kill her sister. Let's be real. Right. Exactly. And even at the end, it's not totally crystal clear that she didn't have anything to do or like that she was totally innocent in her sister's death. Exactly. We still don't know. Like you can even look up the victims list in Alice Sweet Alice and there's a question mark by the killer. Yes. For her sister. So even the film all of these years later... You still don't really know. It's not very clear. Like, you know, there are other murders. I think there's four victims total. And yes, this other person committed all those other murders. But Karen is still a little, which one was it? You know, because mm -hmm. first of all, this is if this is a, an unstable child that is feeling unloved. And this is the source. Like, you get rid of it, you know? Right. And especially when. We have seen Alice and Karen go over to the priest's house where there is this nun or whoever, and she is, you know, talking to the other girls, and who knows, maybe they made some sort of connection. Maybe yeah. she was teamed up with this other killer. Who knows? Yeah. I mean, like, at the end, so this priest uh, she's like a maid or an assistant it's really weird like she she never is in like nun stuff she's just yeah. like cleaning at the beginning she's like cleaning the priest's floors and she's very protective of him and what he is preaching and stuff but also doesn't he get killed at the end it's like which, which is it right mm -hmm. exactly she is sleeping in one of those little teeny tiny rooms in the the priesthood house which usually would be a nun. So that's where I'm thinking that. But they, yeah, we don't actually know. Well, she's not doing a very good job at being a nun. <laughs> but she's going around murdering people. Correct. But another one of the victims is one, the, the creepy man that I was talking about in the apartments earlier. He gets killed and Alice doesn't like him. So it's like, okay. You mm -hmm. know. And then also... We're just kind of moving through these victims to talk about them. Her father. Yes, that one we do know. Right. The, because that's the reveal. Exactly. Like he, she takes her mask off and it's the old woman who's been helping the priest out. And she fucking kills him and like tosses his body out a freaking window, basically. Mm. Oh, that's terrible. And he lands on bottles. Ugh, it's not great. Yeah, yeah. And then we also, the priest dies. Yes. So terrible. Like, you cannot tell me, because he dies 
basically at the end he they have figured out that it is this old woman and she wants communion and he basically says i'm not going to give you communion i need you to come out with me right now and you're going to go see these police officers and she stabs him in the like oh my god she stabs him in the throat and then just like hugs him and nobody's doing anything like i get being panicked but there isn't a doctor in there no no doctor is is catholic there come on somebody go up to him they're like, oh, that was the jugular. There's nothing we can <laughs> Right, do. I'm not going. <laughs> that is bleeding out. Because that's essentially what happens. He just bleeds yeah. out. Like, it is, it's rough. So we have all of these deaths. And we have four total here. And the father also kind of took on his own investigation. So we have the mm-hmm. cops. And then we also have the father of these two girls kind of. Because also everyone thinks it's your kid. And she gets institutionalized at some point too. Yeah. Like, he's a good dad. And he's really trying to prove that it's not her. Right. And I, I get like even. Okay maybe it is my own daughter. But like obviously you're going to want to not assume that. Yeah. Even if there's a good chance. It's like. Mm, okay but what. Uh, well, let's, let's just hope it's not. And let's try to go figure this out otherwise. Like I right. would also want to do that. So, yeah, so he's out to figure it out. And he, I mean, he figures it out. <laughs> he does. Doesn't get to tell anybody. But... No, it's, it's pretty, it's it's really unfortunate. Yeah. Because you're rooting for him, too. You're like, come on. No. Yeah. And then, like, the aunt gets attacked at some point and blames her. And it's like, ugh, she's terrible. Like, I cannot express to you how terrible she is. Like, there were just scenes where, like, right after Karen gets killed, Alice just wants to sit in a car going to the funeral with her family and she was going to make her move. Mm-hmm. So she could, and it's like, you move, bitch. Exactly. It wasn't your fucking sister that died. Yeah. Get out. And she's like, I'm going to live here with the family. I'm going to stay here with the family. And then Alice's dad is like, oh, I've arranged to stay for a couple of days. And she's like, no, you don't need to stay. I'm here. I'm here for them. And it's like, you're not her dad. Exactly. You were not the father of this child that died. Yeah, like he deserves to spend time with the family that he does have left. Exactly. God, she's just the worst. And I know that they're making all these like family dynamic things happen for a reason because we need Alice to dislike people and hate Mm -hmm. people because she's a suspect. And so we need things to conveniently fall into line so that we can divert from them later. And we also need everyone to pay attention to who this suspect is because the aunt is like, it's her, it's Alice. She's the killer. She's constantly like, it's this bitch, you know? Right. But, and then it makes for a convenient plot point here to divert from later. Yes. And even as the audience, I'm sitting there going because she's in the hospital and her sister's like, don't you say anything? Don't you say anything to the detective? And she finally, like, she's hysterical, but she finally goes, it was Alice. And I'm sitting here rooting for her. I'm like, yeah, that's right. She's a fucking psycho. You say that shit. But at the Mm -hmm. same time, yeah, as your sister, wow, that's fucked up. Yeah. Because then once you find out that it's not Alice, or or is it, that it's not Alice, how do you forgive that? Right. And, like, this, I really, what I really liked about this film is, yes, it's a slasher because you've got someone, like, walking around and just picking people off. But there Mm -hmm. are so many. It's definitely deeper as a mystery than just, like, you've got your, obviously, your typical just, like, put, you know, teenagers in a group and pick them off one by one. Right. And that's why it's like, it it is on like, there's a movie slasher list. It like got kind of a mention, but isn't even really on the list. Mm -hmm. 
So it's like, is there's so much debate, like, is this a slasher or is it not? And I think it even had, I was looking and I think it had two other names like communion and holy terror or something like that I don't know if those were names or just like versions yes they had I remember there was one that popped up right before the movie actually started I think it was holy terror or something yeah that was and weird if you, and if you look there's another poster that says communion weird so I don't know if they were just different versions or if they played with the title a little bit mm-hmm or if you just like sometimes because I know there are versions of films where like if you walk into this theater, you're just seeing it called this, you know, right. what I mean? like they just play with it a little bit, which yeah. is so which is interesting. And when this came out, it's kind of got like a cult following, too, because when it came out, it also had like a lot of mixed reviews. Mm-hmm. But now, I mean, it's the people that have seen it. I mean, it's got good reviews from what I see. So, like, I I may be jumping ahead a little bit, but just talking about looking on, like, Rotten Tomatoes and looking what the critics think of it. I mean, it's pretty good. It's, like, it's talked about kind of like an underrated gym that people Mm -hmm. find, which I'm glad that we did it. Now, the audience gave it a 61%, which is still good, Mm -hmm. but the critics give it an 83. But there's only 12 critic scores on here and only just over 5,000 audience scores, which is actually really low, especially for something that's been around this long. So that's what really tells you like it's kind of unknown and I actually saw a critic talking about it it was it, a YouTube critic so kind of like what we do and he was like this really gives me a lot of black Christmas vibes yes and yeah when he said that I was like it definitely I could definitely feel that too because it's definitely like slinking around and you're trying to figure it out but it's just got that I don't it's kind of like an atmospheric thing yes it's a it's a 70s thing like that was the most fun for me was because we do so many new movies and I know we do things like 2000 on and some 90s stuff, but that still feels like new just because the film quality, it's always nice to go back to like the 70s or the 50s. It just takes you back and it's so good. And even this 70s feels different than like Halloween. Yes, it almost felt like like you know that it's dated you know that it is but it doesn't feel that way in the clothing and the the phones and things like that it could almost be whenever like I know it's not we don't do communions like this anymore but I liked the fact that it didn't feel dated I mean I don't really want to say too much more because like we kind of talked about in the beginning going through details it seems a little a point not pointless but you want to leave a little bit because we want you to watch this one because I feel like some of the things we talk about you've seen so you, mm-hmm. you know and so it's we could talk about some of those details and it's like okay yeah I remember that but this one you really should go watch it and find it it's not hard to find it's just it was actually remastered two years ago for blu-ray so you can find it it was remastered in the UK so I think I'm pretty sure you can just get it on Amazon, but you can, I think you can also find it for streaming. So it should be pretty easy to find. You should go watch it. For me, I would definitely give it a solid four out of five. It was an, it was a good time. Yeah, totally agree. That's what I was thinking. It's not as good as a five, but it's not mediocre as a three. So yeah, four out of five, solid. I loved, I loved going back to the 70s, the best era. So, so good. Yeah, 
Well, I definitely recommend it. Obviously, we both do. And thank you so much for hanging out with this review. Sorry it was a little bit shorter, but you really should go check it out for yourself. And if you do, let us know what you think. You can always email us what you think at theextrasisters at gmail.com and hit us up on all of the socials. Everything is the Extra Sisters podcast, except for Twitter, which is at the Extra Sisters. And if you would like to join our Patreon, you can hit us up quicker there, get faster responses, and of course, all of the perks that come with both tiers, $1 and $5 a month. It is patreon.com slash the Extra Sisters podcast. And next time. Every game has its loopholes. Till then, stay creepy.